Yes. Oh my God, no way. You didn't say that we were recording. He tried to, but you kept singing. <laughs> I kept going, what, what was I singing? I don't even. Ghouls, ghouls and ghouls and ghouls and goons. <laughs> Hello, Monica. Bum, 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 bum. Hello, Jessica. It's spooky season. It's season of spook. Yes, season of ghosts, and perhaps vampire here there? Season of ghosts, season of ghoul. <laughs> How are you this evening? I am doing well. How are you this evening? Good. I'm full of soup. I am. Okay, Jessica and I made this. <laughs> Honestly, promi- promising soup. I would call it a promising. I would say it was a promising soup. It yeah. Was, it was a promising soup. I would genuinely give it like a four out of ten. Um, it was a, I hope you recognize that a four out of 10 to 90% of the population doesn't sound promising. Oh no, no, no. It's, it's That's promising. An it's okay. Okay. That's like an E. Okay. 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 It, it's not on the normal grading system. Okay. Okay. It's on a curve. Oh. So like the tens are really good. Okay. Okay. The tens are like. The the branzino from Felix, right? Or that salad, uh, the panzanella. Yes, the panzanella salade, ensalade. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so like you know, your average soup is not gonna you know. I'm sorry, I wasn't given the bell curve chart that <sighs> we were working with here prior to recording. I I put it on my fridge. Oh, fuck. <laughs> It's it's on you for not doing the homework for the assignment. You're right. I'm so sorry. I honestly don't understand you sometimes. You say you claim to have gone to USC. You claim, can you imagine if that was all a sham? Can you imagine if this entire time your degree from the University of Southern California was fraud? Was a fraud. Was fraudulent. I'm a dirty fraud. You're a dirty fraud. <laughs> USC didn't want you. They did want me they, they just didn't want Aaron Ooh, oh I'm so sorry that was easy oh <laughs> wow because we were just talking about wow. it <laughs> that was a low blow I'm sorry Aaron you did go to NYU and Chapman though so I eat the you did okay for yourself yeah you did I, all right <laughs> yeah I did some college that's okay <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm pretty satisfied. Yeah, you have a great life. You have Carrie. I'm pretty satisfied. You have a ghost hanging on your back door. Yeah, I listen, guys. Not every USC graduate can say the same. It's true. You it's know? true. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Did I go to Yale? No. Do I have three ghosts in my front patio? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, I do. Thank yes, you. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Take that, bulldogs. Also, I own those bulbs that can be controlled by a robot. So you you figure out your life. Thank you very much. Thank you and good night. I do have a Nespresso. I do so have a Nespresso. I don't want to rub that in your face, but. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I also have many cases of the pumpkin cake Nespresso pods. Oh. Limited edition 
they constantly get sold out. Uh, okay, that's nice. They're seasonal. Ooh. Take that, NYU. <laughs> Exactly. Um, so I have a surprise for you today that I have been building up all day long. <laughs> I'm genuinely very afraid because... No, you're going to love it. Okay. You're well, going here's to love the thing. it. To preface, this morning, Jessica texts me <laughs> this very cryptic message saying, mute your story or mute my stories. Like I'm On supposed Instagram, to mute, yeah. mute uh, Jessica's stories on Instagram. And I go, oh no, like I like your story. She oftentimes, she will post, re- repost these, uh, what are they? Like carousels of these like- Frogs. Frog paintings. And I honestly, I find them quite delightful. I'm so glad that you look forward to my stories so, so much. And I save some of them for my oh, own, good. for my own saved, you know, on right, Instagram. Right, right. There's a section called saved. Uh-huh. <laughs> Explain to the children how Instagram works. <laughs> and so I, I add them to my saved. Uh-huh. Uh, it's almost like adding bookmarks. Except it's under- <laughs> yes, we get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, uh, and so, but today I haven't, I haven't really been on Instagram because uh, I'd be too tempted to try and check her stories. So I know. Because I, I was like, you can't see it. Because the thing that I'm going to show you, I couldn't physically restrain myself from not showing everyone. <laughs> but I was like, this has to be safe for the podcast for Monica and Aaron. I'm genuinely. Because it's incredible. I'm genuinely okay. very nervous. I'm going to take my headphones off and I'm going to bring it to you, Aaron. You should go next to Monica. And then we get the live reaction on the pod. Okay. I'm coming. Oh my God. I'm genuinely in shock. I am in shock. I told you it was good. So I had to post, I posted like the first 10 seconds on my Instagram story. Um, Because I was like, not everyone needs to hear the rest of this. But um, isn't that incredible? I think this is better than Mr. Big DMing me on my birthday. Oh, that's way better. It's way way better. Okay, this is way better than that. First, thank you for liking Nebraska. I know. I love Nebraska. It's such a good movie. Nebraska came out in 2013. Yes, it did. That was like, that was one of the movies that came out around the time where I first started getting really interested in film. Um, so it, it sticks out for me, but to describe this to all of you, because we're not going to play the whole fucking thing for you. <laughs> um, the, uh, the, I know a man, the man, my, my gentleman caller, her lover, <laughs> my lover, her lover, my, her Bridgerton lover, <laughs> the so, one who takes her gloves off finger by finger who goes mm, a bit of wrist <laughs> sensual the one who goes forearm oh you tease me <laughs> you're hot but you're hotter with baby bangs <laughs> you know we love a baby yeah, bang we love a baby bang okay but anyway so he is on set on a, he's working on a movie in texas right now called um, uh, oh, chocolate lizards. <laughs> That's what it's right. called. Not by Paul Thomas not, Anderson. Not, not sequel to Licorice Pizza by Paul Thomas Anderson. <laughs> not, that was the first thing I asked when Jessica told me what movie it was. Is I it went, a Paul Thomas Anderson movie? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It's not. Yeah, so he's working on a movie um, in Texas, and Bruce Dern is on the movie. And I guess, it, and he's he's a driver, not Bruce, the, the man I'm speaking of. Let's call him Krabby. <laughs> 
<laughs> He'll love that. He'll love that so much. All right. Krabby here. He's a driver. <laughs> He's a driver. He's a drover. That's why we were having driver conversations yeah. a few episodes ago. Yeah, because we were talking about that. If you guys remember, we were talking about salaries. <laughs> salaries because we, Jessica and I were thinking about dropping everything and becoming drivers ourselves. Because <laughs> we were like, that sounds like more money. Especially the guy who drives the water truck. Yeah. That's where the money is. Money. There's money in the water. There's money in the water. <laughs> but anyway, so he... Um, he he got, I guess, like chosen to be Bruce's driver Picked. for the rest of his time on yeah. set. And they became BFFs. BFFs. And um, hopefully we'll stay connected with Bruce going forward. But he surprised me this morning by asking him to like send me a video message. Oh my God. And so I got this first thing this morning and I screamed. Oh my God. <laughs> This is honestly better than even Doug Jones. Like, yes, commenting, commenting on our Instagram. Us. Yeah. Yeah. And then because also in the video, Bruce says, when I meet you one day, I'll tell yeah. you a bunch of stories. Okay. So I'm like, okay, cool. Okay. So everyone, I'm going to meet Bruce Dern. Everyone. Is Bruce Dern on Instagram? I don't it, Does so. he have like a like page of Bruce Dern? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Official Instagram page of Bruce Dern. Someone <laughs> get his attention. And direct him to our podcast. I mean, I could just tell <laughs> tell this man to tell him. Krabby. <laughs> but I'm not going to do that. We're not going to plug the pod with Bruce just You're yet. not going to tell Krabby to tell Bruce? Not yet. That's ridiculous. Long game. It could be our way to meeting Laura. His daughter, <gasps> Laura Dern. Yes. I thought you meant Laura Morano. I was like, that ship has sailed. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Laura, Laura Dern. Dern. Uh, <sighs> okay. So that, that was the surprise that I had to give you today. All right, guys. You heard it here first. In 2022, <laughs> Bruce, Dern, and family will, we'll be, be on, on this the podcast. Pod. Maybe this pod. don't hold it to us to it. But, but we're manifesting <laughs> it. Krabby will make it happen. <laughs> I keep joking with him. I'm just like, what if you just become his bodyguard? What if you get written into you know, his will? Like, it would, come on. It would be great to get Krabby on the pod. Oh, you, you want him on the pod? Well, I want to interview him about his different experiences with all these is, stars. He, yeah, this is fair. He has driven talent before. Perhaps Krabby will be our first guest. Yes. Okay. He would oh, like that. You should ask Krabby. Everyone out there... <laughs> DM us if you want this mysterious crab man <laughs> to come on the I podcast. I can guarantee you he'll be like, I'll come on if you stop fucking calling me crab. <laughs> okay, everyone, if you want the mysterious crabster to come on here to be interviewed, because, you know, the driver is the one who gets all the juicy hot goss. That's true. So we have to have him on the podcast. That's true. He's told me some good stories. It's the law. All right. It's the law. It's well, the law. We'll get the crabster here. <laughs> and then hopefully Bruce Dern will follow. And then the one and only Laura Dern. Laura Dern. And then, and then it's only up. It's to the moon. It's to the stars, <laughs> baby. Oh, wow. Oh, what wow. a glorious, glorious day. Aren't you happy now? Oh, I'm so pleased. <laughs> I can go to bed without a Wait, care also, in the world. Can we take a moment of silence for the fact that Bruce was wearing a t-shirt that, that just said, said Bruce, Bruce on it? <laughs> I can't. We all need to get Bruce t-shirts now. I'm so happy. And it's not liked. in like a cool font. It's just a it's white t-shirt the... with black cursive that just says Bruce. Bruce. 
just square in the middle. It's just so ridiculous. <laughs> Here's the thing. And he's on a fucking private jet guys, while he's filming it. Guys, okay. I know everyone's <laughs> been asking for merch. I think that's got to be one of our first t-shirts. Just as Bruce. Just as Bruce. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I think that's, I think that's got to we'll be We'll make an it. exact replica. Yes. <laughs> and on the back, it'll have a still from the video. Yeah. Oh, this is perfect. It has to be the frame where he goes... I like that she likes Nebraska. <laughs> that That's what has to happen. I'm so happy that you like Nebraska. It was so sweet. that It absolutely killed me. Oh, my God. Did you know that he's best friends with Jack Nicholson and they it, hang out like yes, once a week? Yes. This I 100% know. Next will be Jack. That's what I said. And we'll ask him how his retirement's going. Did you hear he made he made a public appearance the other day? No way. For the first time in several years. To he where? went to a Lakers game. No he surprise. His, he actually looked really good. I, I can only imagine. I mean, I'm the man sure is 86. Did. I was concerned. The man is 86, but the man, <laughs> I mean, he's he's kept it toy. He, I mean, in a way. But like, he also has not been in the public eye for several years. So I was like, what's going on with Jack Nicholson? I don't know. Then he came out and he just looked like himself you know it was like, great like it was a, great to like, see. A, like normal jackie jackie oh jackie jackie nick jackie boy jackie nicky when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply so today's episode oh this is Monica. the one you guys this is the one you guys have been waiting for y'all already know y'all already know we stand this production company because this is coming out <sighs> the week of halloween so we wanted to get you in the mood listen, and as always we do a halloween special listen a24 reached out to us <laughs> to do this collab they paid us ten thousand dollars to it's do fine. this sponsored collab they, it's fine legally i have to tell you that they did not pay us ten thousand dollars <laughs> They didn't pay us anything. This is not SpawnCon. They don't know we exist. <laughs> so, um, but but you know that we are massive fans of A twenty four. Big big. So fans. is every person on the planet. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. It's but true. The, so today we don't have a daddy, but no. we have a daddy glomerate. <laughs> yes. A conglomerate of daddies. Yes. A uh for our halloween special this year like a godfather a godfather i like that idea the godfather we have the we're godfather. just covering that movie that's it <laughs> it's just the godfather <laughs> jessica tell us about our halloween special topic extravaganza so today we are doing an a24 halloween spectacular all right spooky spectacular spectacular Cue the spooky. I want something that goes like boo or I like a cauldron. I'd bubbling. like either a cauldron. Or like some wolves howling. To be frank with you, I think it'd be nice to have like a clap of thunder. Oh, okay. Like a perhaps like A24 Halloween spooktacular. Boom. Clap. And leave all of that dialogue in. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank Wonderful. You. This, the mood has been set. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about 824. Go for it. 
A24 is an American independent entertainment company founded on August 20th, 2012 2012. by Daniel Katz, David Fankel, and John Hodges that specializes in film and television production as well as film distribution. Starting off moderately in 2013 with the film A Glimpse Inside the Mind of Charles Swan III, the company took off with the release of Spring Breakers later that year, becoming even more well-known after releasing Ex Machina, Room, and The The Vitch. As of 2019, the company company has received a total of 25 Academy Award nominations and six wins. Their television division has produced popular shows such as At Home with Amy Sedaris, Rami, and Euphoria. Their five highest grossing films are Hereditary, Lady Bird, Moonlight, Uncut Gems, and Midsummer. They've produced some of the best spooky movies of the last decade, so we couldn't think of a better way to wish y'all a happy Hallow's Eve. Happy, happy oh, Hallow's oh, oh. Eve, 824. Happy hollo, happy, happy hollow, Eve, A24. Hum. Werewolf by mitzvah. <laughs> Werewolf by mitzvah. Spooky, scary. Boys, Boys becoming men. Men, men becoming, becoming wolves. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Oh, my God. Oh, man. I found out they're primarily a distribution company, actually. They don't actually make, or they didn't start out making very many movies. They just buy them after they're made and then distribute them. No, for sure. Yeah. A24 is a production company based here in good old New York. We are not in New York. We could be. (laughs) They don't know. You don't know. (laughs) You don't know if I'm in Rochester or whatever. To be fair, we've said we're in Pasadena about a thousand times. I'm in Pasadena, New York. Oh, (laughs) sunny Pasadena, New York. Listen, it's three hours ahead in A24. That's true. I didn't know that. (laughs) Okay, Monica, tell me about the first film we're talking about. All right. This is arguably the scariest film on A24's roster. Arguably. Arguably. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I argue yes. Some might argue no. (laughs) Most might argue no. It's fine. It's called The Vavitch. Or just the witch. Or just the witch. Reason why we say the Vavitch is because it's on every poster, <laughs> it's spelled V-V-I-T-C-H. Yeah. And reason being is it's like old English that's had the, right. a W is just two Vs, V's that they just like welded together. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The Witch came out in 2015, written and directed by Robert Eggers. Our boy from The Lighthouse. Our, <laughs> how long have we been on this rock? He loves a black and white film with an evil animal. Loves, he just does. He loves his evil. Bad luck to kill a seabird. His <laughs> bad animals. <laughs> Wouldst thou like to live deliciously? Yeah, I tried. And <laughs> Jessica... Ah, Jessica refused to live deliciously with me. Okay, in my defense, the, me, Monica trying to get me to live deliciously, in quotes, was <laughs> chasing me around her apartment with a potato, telling me to take a bite like it's an apple. And I did, and it was very starchy. Well, you did it, but I refused. Well, you didn't want to live deliciously. I did, didn't look delicious. You stuck your face in the sink afterwards. The sound that it made when it I was beat awful. into it. It was God it fucking was like awful. Crunch. <gasps> when I broke the skin of the Yukon. Oh. <laughs> when I broke the skin of the Yukon. <laughs> oh, 
it was golden. Oh my God. All right, a little bit about the witch. In 1620 New England, panic and despair envelops a farmer, his wife, and their children when youngest son Samuel suddenly vanishes. The family blames Thomason, played by Anya Taylor-Joy, the eldest daughter who was watching the boy at the time of his disappearance. With suspicion and paranoia mounting, twin siblings Mercy and Jonas suspect Thomason of witchcraft, testing the clan's faith, loyalty, and love to one another. What a film. What a film. Also, Thomason, what a name. What a name. What Thomason. Name. Thomason. <laughs> I still love to live deliciously. <laughs> bite this, bite this, you can't go. <laughs> bite the potato, Thomason. Bite the potato. Live deliciously. Live deliciously. Live starchily. Oh God. Okay. This movie, um, this movie freaks me out. I think more than it has like a right to. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) I think if you're a woman, the witch is very specifically like terrifying a lot. It's very quiet in its, in its horrific (laughs) nature. Also, it's just like, I think, I think of all of these movies, the witch is the one, despite being in a, a, a time period, far far inaccessible an inaccessible time period despite that it is somehow the one that you can feel the most like realistic fear out of yeah because the horror in it is it's not realistic because witches obviously are not witches in this capacity are not real i don't want to insult anyone who refers to them as a a witch like myself (laughs) Uh, <laughs> oh yeah uh i don't know if you guys know this but jessica's a self-proclaimed proclaimed witch i am not this is a label others place upon me and i think i've just I'm i've just, just worried that you'll hex me <laughs> don't mess up i'm just worried that you'll hex me. why do you think i didn't want to eat the potato oh <laughs> because thou did not wish to live deliciously <laughs> No, because I hexed thine potato. Thou thou'll not hex thine potato. And we can only do this portion in Old English. Oh, Thank no. you. <laughs> or nor. Or nor. Wouldst thou, love, wouldst thou love to leave deliciously? <laughs> Meaty burger. Meaty burger. Black Philip. Is that yours? Thomason. Ima. <laughs> Thomason nor. Half of the people have turned this episode off. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> okay, okay, no. But anyway, so the the fear in this in this movie, I think, is the most realistic because the the horror of it takes place so suddenly and in a way where like there truly is nothing, fucking nothing you can do. Like, so Anya Taylor Joy is sitting near the woods with a fucking infant in front of her playing peekaboo, and she goes and covers her eyes for a second to do the peekaboo, and she Half opens a them. Half a second, and the fucking baby is gone. Gone, vanished, gone. vanished. Like in it into is the wood. So <laughs> go into the wood and bring me back a fucking egg, <laughs> <laughs> a blanket, a horse, a cow, an egg, a cow, an egg, a horse, an egg, a blanket. Into the woods, into the woods. <laughs> Fetch me the blanket. <laughs> A babe as white as milk. <laughs> a blanket as fuzzy as fuzz. 
Yeah, so this fucking baby is in the woods. And then after, I forgot about this. I thought that like you see the witch for like a second. Half a second. Half a second, but no. <laughs> that fucking, you go, you go into the woods with that, that bitch. That hangs out. You take her, they, they take you into her cottage. You see her mashing up the baby in a mortar and pestle and her like gross, witchy, naked back. It's so like, weird. <laughs> There's a lot of she, spine in this movie. And then she covers herself in the like baby paste. Blood. <laughs> Paste. I'm sorry, Aaron. There wasn't a better way to describe that. The baby paste. I don't know why in this movie it's it's fine, but in Mother, it's not fine. In this one, it's just so stylized in this, but it is still very creepy. It's so She's disturbing. Just like cooking with the baby. Yeah, you you almost have to like pretend that that's not a baby in order to like stomach it, and because the sound, the sound, the like mashing, the wet mashing sound. It's like it's like. It's like gua- making guacamole. <laughs> it's like table side. <laughs> it's like going to Frida in Better Glendale. Than <laughs> it's like going to Frida in Glendale and having the like guy yeah. make you the guac on the side with the little guac cart. Or like going to Benihana. I like they my baby guac without cilantro. Thank you. It's just not right. It's not right. They play into your fears that way, you know. It's not right. It's really not right. It's it's so chilling. And so then the rest of the movie revolves around this, of them being like, what the fuck happened to the kid? And everyone's like, oh, a wolf came and got it. And Thomason's like, fuck no, a wolf didn't come take it. But she also knows that if a wolf didn't take it. Who did? Who did? A witch. And she is the only one who saw it happen. Saw in quotes because she didn't see it. But like she was there. It just sucks because like, again, sort of relating it back to if you're a woman, you know the feeling of like not being believed Mm -hmm. about things. Not being believed that your period literally feels like you're going to fucking die. (laughs) Not being believed about other things. Like there's so much about being a woman where you have to like justify your actions or like or like document everything in order to be believed right this bitch cannot document anything well especially because it's 16 fucking 20 this is puritan like virginia or some shit to the point where i'm not saying parents didn't love their children but children were not for loving they are for labor or work and making money when you sell your your fucking daughter off or whatever the dowry the dowry whatever and then carrying on a legacy so it doesn't even matter to her family that like they're going, mm, you might be a witch. And she's like, I'm your daughter. And they're like, and? Yeah, the whole time they're like, it doesn't matter that you, we spawned you. Yeah, that all, literally doesn't matter. All that matters is the fact that they are God-fearing people. Yes. And any like flavor of witch, forget it. Forget it. So the disappearance of this baby is like the first red flag for them because as the movie progresses, things just get weirder and weirder. Yeah, and it moves pretty quickly as well, which I do appreciate because this movie is very gray and rather quiet. Very mundane. If you if you yeah. if you're not paying attention, it's very mundane. Yeah, and so it. I like that. Like the action does uh, occur rather quickly. Um, But also I think this movie gets to me because like I'm an ex-Catholic and anything pertaining towards people like freaking out about like wickedness 
triggers something within me where I'm like, that's not something I've ever been afraid of, but I understand how real you think it is. Yeah. And that's why I'm scared. I'm like scared on your behalf because you're buying into it so much. And in, in a way, like, therefore it's true, Mm. you know? Yeah. I love that. I just, there's so much about this movie that freaks me the fuck out. There are shockingly scary moments that like when you describe (laughs) them, they're not scary. No, you know, but there's so like, I don't know what it is, but the, the aesthetic of this movie mm-hmm. paired with like the situation of her being essentially hunted right. by all of these people and not in the literal sense in like the metaphorical sense of everyone is questioning her constantly and like her mom makes her do extra chores mm-hmm. and she's fucking worked down to the fucking bone. Also her mom is that weird bitch from Game of Thrones yeah. who like breastfeeds the 10 year old. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, That's the actress. That energy is present here. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, it's so creepy. So like that all mixed with the fact that like the crucible scares the shit out of mm-hmm. me. I think it's just the vibe. It's like the fact that everyone is hunting women. That is fucking creepy to me. That is frightening to me. Yes. And this very much has crucible vibes. Yeah. Like there is no way to prove your innocence. No way. And like the thing is, is her actually becoming a witch at the end. Isn't even the scary part. It's really not. It's all the shit leading up of like, she wasn't, she wasn't, she wasn't a witch the whole time, even though, and this is her fault. She fucking tells her siblings that she is and like scares the shit out of them and tackles one of them to the ground being like, I, I am the witch of the wood. <laughs> and you're just like, maybe you should not. Like maybe Tom, maybe Thomasin, Thomasin, maybe Nar, maybe Nar Thomasin. <laughs> uh, but there it is. There she is being who she is. <laughs> Covered in fucking blood at the end. Yep, there she is, flying into the sky laughing. That image of Anya Taylor-Joy covered mm-hmm. in red blood, I can't get it out of yeah. my mind. Yeah. I can't get it out of my fucking mind. <laughs> I, I Again, this movie, I think this movie, to me, exists in like fragments uh-huh. because it moves so quickly, but it, everything's kind of the same. Like yeah. the background is the same. Obviously, like you know, all of their crops are failing. All of their like they've been banished they've from like been, the town. Exactly, they have been banished for like undisclosed reasons from like their not even their town, but I guess their settlement because yes. it's like that early. Yes, <laughs> it's that early in history. They've been banished from their settlement. I think maybe because they're not like Christian enough, or they're not like something's going on. Something's I can't going on, but they're banished, and they're in this like remote, even even more remote area of like. Jamestown or some fucking situation. New England area. I don't know. I don't know. We, we're we not history majors. No. We were not. We didn't do that. <laughs> when was 2008? When did that happen? <laughs> so, um, but anyway, everything's against them. Mm-hmm. The Like nature is against them. And nature is fucking horrifying in this movie. Right. Nature's against them. Their crops are failing. Their family is fucked up. They're con- they are worked to the bone, especially Thomason. Mm-hmm. Like, Everything is not going well for them. Their lives suck dick. Yeah. So when they get when they finally get a chance to blame it all on someone and having that someone be their like eldest daughter. Yeah. Forget it. Who they're already like, you're wicked. Yeah. 
forget it. Yeah. It was it was over for her from the fucking start. Yeah, exactly. And this movie is also shot very beautifully. Like you said, it kind of does exist in fragments for me. It's like it's like it exists in stills because it has so much like the horror in this movie is just kind of like vile. <laughs> it's disgusting. It's not oh, it's disgusting. It's not particularly scary. It's just sickening. Like the part that I hate the most is when the mom wakes up in the middle of the night and she's like, Oh my god, my kids are back, but it's actually the devil. Mm-hmm. And then the camera goes wide to show that it's not her baby feeding from her boob, it's a fucking crow eating her tit, and she's sitting there laughing. That is the scariest part of this movie. <laughs> I have to agree with you on that one. That It's just fucking like, no. It's disturbing. Because that's one of those things where you go, if that were happening in front of me, I, I would drop dead, I think. I don't know. I don't know. And the thing is, it's such a somber movie. It's such a, yeah. It has such a somber tone that when things like that happen, it really does creep up on you. Yes. There is no... There are no like jump scares really in this movie. No. It's all about like slowly showing you the real picture. Yes. Because it all kind of fits in together. It mm-hmm. all kind of exists within the same universe. Like like you know, things are camouflaged mm-hmm. very nicely in this movie because everything is so somber, because everything is so gray and so mundane. Yeah. That the things that exist within that, right? A, a crow is black, so black can very easy, easily like blend into the gray, yeah. into the darkness, right? But then once you fucking like zoom out of something uh-huh. or when the director decides to show you something in painfully in a painfully slow way, yeah. it's almost worse than a jump scare. Yeah. Because you're sitting there like the whole time this was happening and I didn't realize it or I didn't realize the magnitude of its fucking horrificness. Right. Here we are. Yes. <laughs> I'm I'm terrified. <sighs> it's a very chilling movie. It's so fucking chilling. A24 it, chose a very it, good spooky sucks film to distribute here in it sucks you the fuck in it, it it's i will say it's a very well-paced movie it really is like it is a very very good movie i don't know what the runtime is but i if it's it was, not long it's not long it's, it's under two hours for I, sure i think it's not a, it's not a tight 90 but it's almost a tight yeah 90. It, it might be like an hour 45 hour 45 I don't and know for sure. basically a tight 90 <laughs> basically a tight basically 90. a tight 90 it could be a tight 90 if it you know Slimmed up a little. <laughs> Let's trim some of that fat, you know? Trim some of the outsides. Maybe cut that <laughs> baby mashing scene. Oh, no. But that really set the, the tone. It really did. Because at least, because the thing is, is you're not wondering the whole movie if a witch is real, which I feel like would have been the logical question mark of the movie. Right. It's you're like, like, is the witch real? But you're like, no, the witch is fucking real. And so we're going to watch the rest of these fuckers figure it out. Exactly. And at the end... When all of the witches of the wood gather round the fire and fly into the air, and their and their spines are so spiny, mm-hmm. cackling. There's so many spines in this movie. There's a lot, a lot of spines, <laughs> a lot of like fleshy backs. There's a lot of nudity in all of these movies. That's true. A twenty four likes the nudes. Really? Yeah. So in in the in the in the, the last one? in the in the last movie there or. Yeah, in the last movie, there's nudity. Uh, do you forget the huge cult sex scene? Oh, no, no, no. The next one. All the naked people in the shadows? Oh. <laughs> they are naked, aren't there's they? There's so many naked people in that movie. <laughs> oh, you are so correct. You know what? 
I stand, I sit correct. I'm sitting right now. You sit corrected. I sit corrected. The point is, this is a delightful movie. Yes. It's got a lot going on. It's fucking complicated. The sound design in this movie is fucked up. It's so crazy. Yeah, it's really fucking crazy. They really fucking draw you in with that silence. Mm-hmm. And that... And then they break it with something awful. They break it with something fucking disgusting. And that, of course, they're going to... Of course, Black Phillip's voice is a whisper. <sighs> What's thou like to live deliciously? Kill me. That was good. Murder me. <laughs> I know. So that's our audition for Black Phillip the musical. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I hope A24 produces it. <laughs> Let us move to the second film, Monica. Yes, Wonderful. I shall. This is the one with the naked people in the shadows. Yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess it is. I would say of the three films, the ones with the worst naked people in it. Probably. Not oh, like, I'm not sure. commenting on like their bodies. I mean, like how scary they are. Oh, they're so scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Naked. I don't know what it is about nakedness. It's because well, fucking... they're smiling. Oh, it's because they're smiling. That's usually, why it's bad. Usually, they're in the shadows and they're fucking smiling. Usually when you're outside naked, you're not smiling. No. Or in someone's fucking attic in the corner. You're not like, hi. <laughs> you're like, How's or nor I'm naked. <laughs> Where are my clothes? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to tell you about the second movie, which is Hereditary. Oh. <laughs> came out in 2018 written and directed by ari aster man when her mentally ill mother passes away annie played by tony collette her husband played by gabriel byrne son played by alex wolf and daughter played by millie shapiro all mourn her loss the family turned to different means to handle their grief including annie and her daughter both dabbling in the supernatural they each begin to have disturbing otherworldly experiences linked to the sinister secrets and emotional trauma that have been passed through the generations of their family damn <gasps> okay listen i will admit i totally thought this was the other guy from the naked brothers band <laughs> i thought it was the i thought it was the that brother. wolf i thought it was a brother it's not the brother it's the other brother it's the other brother i thought it was the guy from the fault in hour of the stars <laughs> yes but it wasn't that guy no, it's the it other was, wolf. it was the the brother of that guy yes from correct from fault. the one from the jumanji movies yeah from jumanji Jumanji. Jumanji. Um, I would say of the three movies, this is the most like classically scary. Oh yeah. This is the one full of the jump scares. This is the one full of like the ghosts, ghost imagery, naked people imagery, people crawling up fucking <laughs> walls and swimming out of doors. Yeah. If you want like paranormal activity, shit, conjuring yeah. shit, that's this, that's you know, this, 100%. The, the, the things in the corners and under the, th- un, under the things and the fires yeah, and, yeah, the, yeah. and the devil, you know, it's all here. <laughs> it's all here. <laughs> yeah. And they, this movie is shot so eerily, so creepily. They just, they really fucking set you up to be like, you're going to see some wild shit. Buckle up. Oh, 100%. That and the fact that like, so Tony Collette's character, um, Annie, she is like a miniatures artist. Right. And what I love about the way that this, mo- this movie is shot is that they make all of the exterior shots look like a miniature set. Somehow. Um, somehow in some way. And I genuinely, I have to be honest with you when I say I have no idea how they do this. No, it just looks but like. But it looks yeah. like one of her miniatures, which I find to be so so creepy yes so creepy so terrifying because you're like sitting here disoriented as a viewer going Mm -hmm. like 
oh my God, is this a miniature? Is this like, do the miniatures have anything to do with what's happening in the movie? And then you try to draw that con- that connection, but you're distracting yourself from yeah. the other more important things that are happening yeah. <laughs> that right under your nose, it's just, it is, it, it sets you up for failure, which is the whole point of the movie. Yeah, it, it feeds into this, this theme of like everything being out of their control, no matter how much they want to control it. And in a way, the more they try and control it, the worse it gets for oh, them. Oh, the worse it gets for them. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fucking awful. But the thing that I love about this movie and honestly about all of A24 spooky movies is that they are very firmly rooted in really good acting and really good production value this isn't like a horror movie that's really scary but like the acting sucks like tony collette is in hereditary and she gives the fucking performance of her life oh my god the second best performance of her life was the the first first knives out knives out (laughs) flam flam (laughs) it's like more like a lifestyle (laughs) flam (laughs) oh my god i read a tweet about you once (laughs) I can't. God, I love that woman. Uh, this but woman can she, do wrong. She is so incredible in this movie. Like I, uh, when I was trying to be an actor long ago, what, I used to. What? <laughs> you were you were never trying to be an actor. I've never seen you act once in my life. Never once. Never. Oh, well. You majored in accounting. <laughs> got you got me ah. but when i was trying to be an actor and I, I would like watch some i don't watch a ton of horror movies because i find them legitimately scary but some of them i do watch like this one that is like a it's a, this is a film as well as a horror movie um but i would often think like what is it like to act in a horror movie oh wow because i imagine that that would be hard if you're trying to be good and Tony Collette is really fucking good. And the circumstances are really extreme. They're fucking the other end of the spectrum. They're extreme. like so, because because the horror is so rooted in very, very real trauma. Like her mom, her mom's mental issues her entire life. The, the rift between her and her mother, plus the grief of losing her mother because like she lived with them. It was a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Then her, spoiler, her daughter fucking dies and gets decapitated. And all of this layered on top of each other. And then she's like trying to contact her daughter's ghost. And so this is all like very, very realistic trauma that people feel in real life all the time. And that's the scariest part of all this shit <laughs> is that despite it being about ghosts and witchcraft and the devil and shit that isn't real, mm-hmm. the stuff that triggers it all is real as fuck. Yeah. And, you know, Ari Aster is an incredible, incredible visionary. A lot of hereditary yeah. is about his own life and he won't, he has not to this day gotten into explicit detail about what exactly what aspects of the film are personal and what aspects of the film are made up. But a lot, apparently a lot of his own personal experiences and his own like trauma is like imbued in this film. So scary. I mean, I'm so curious to know what it is, but I'm also like, I kind of don't want to know. Yeah. Just keep making your movies. (laughs) And the thing is, it's, it's really cool that the film is so personal because to your point, it, it gives us like a hook into these characters that we otherwise like wouldn't give a fuck about. Like there are so many horror movies like hereditary that try to do what hereditary is doing and feel miserably because you don't give a fuck about the characters Yes, because you don't care because they are disposable. 
these characters in this movie, you care so deeply about them because they are showing you all of their cards. They're like, this is all of our trauma. This is everything that we've ever gone through. And this is how we feel about it now. Like, this is how we're trying to overcome it now. Right. And because you are along with them on that emotional journey, it's really easy to, like, be on their side when shit happens. Mm -hmm. And also really easy to, like, stop being objective about the things that are happening to them. Because you're like, no! Or no! No! Don't throw it in the fire! Yeah, I mean, see, the thing is, the scariest movies to me are movies about ghosts. Because, like, I can't decide whether I believe in them or not. I've had, like, supernatural experiences that freak me the fuck out. And just the idea of a ghost those being real is so horrifying that I am afraid of them on principle. So like I can't watch movies like Paranormal Activity, etc., because I will think I'm seeing ghosts in my room at so night. So you you won't ever watch Ghostbusters? <laughs> Except for that one. You won't watch Ghostbusters. But something about hereditary because it does feel like such a film with such a root in reality and real human emotion that I am less afraid of the whole like I'm I don't take the horror home with me. And I know that's, it seems like it would be the opposite that if it's better, you would take more of it with you. Mm -hmm. But for some reason I am not automatically scared of it because it is such, it's presenting itself as such art first. Yeah. I think that like with this movie, I like that it takes itself seriously enough. Yeah to where you are happy to be along for the ride and you're not sitting there criticizing it the whole time. Yes. Because if this movie was even a hair more like too serious about itself, mm-hmm. I don't think that it would have worked. I think that this movie knew what it was doing and it it brought you along for that ride. Um, I think that with Hereditary specifically, the reason why it's so fucking scary is because it shows you things that you would not really see in a normal horror movie. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, a child being decapitated, yeah. which to this day I have not actually seen. I've yeah. seen Hereditary twice now. Uh-huh. I have still not seen that scene of the daughter getting decapitated. And the reason why is because I just don't do well with like watching children in any kind of right. like bad situation like that. And so I, I always close my eyes <laughs> or like cover my cover but, my eyes. But that sound is bad enough. But the sound, the sound is bad enough. But the audacity that the the, the director had to show you that clip I yeah. mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, but it, I know that you haven't seen the actual decapitation, but have you seen like the close-up of the head after? Oh yeah. Okay, just yeah, checking. Yeah. The And you know, the close-up of the head after is fucking horrifying. Yes. And you haven't really seen that before. No. You don't see shit like that. They don't no. show you that stuff. And or he if, fucking does it again in the next movie we're going to talk about. Or if they show it to you, it's so campy mm-hmm. or it's so fast yes. that you immediately forget about it. Yeah, you but go, this is like a oh. long close-up. Exactly. Like, you know, like in the Saw films, they show it to you, but it's in such a quick flash right. that that it's like almost like, ha-ha. <laughs> yeah, cool. I mean, Ari Aster is trusting audiences to be like, you can fucking handle this. Or like, you want to be scared? I will scare you with something real because that's not even like the the scare that's not even the scariest part of the movie it's not (laughs) it just sets up 
like the kind of scares that the movie's gonna go for. Exactly. It is Ugh. just the horror to start the rest of the horror Ugh. and it's it's so chilling. It's so bone chilling. Yeah. You're sitting there. So so Jessica and I watched this movie together. Yes, all three of um, us did. It was all, great. All three of us watched it on the couch together. We were all we were all like huddled on there. We were all snuggling. We were all snuggled and buggling. braiding each other's hair. Yes. And <laughs> <laughs> all of our combined hairs <laughs> we braided it into a braid all together so we were bound <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and i sat there and like i felt the hairs on the back of my neck stand up yeah. with every reveal of every scary yeah. thing that was happening and the thing is it's a slow burn in this movie you don't really realize what's going on until honestly the very end <laughs> when it's that scene when the <laughs> other naked brother from the naked brothers band uh, and the whole time you realize that his body was just a vessel uh-huh. for the spirit of the dead daughter because she is the king of hell king Taman. she is the eighth king of hell yeah that's the whole vibe yeah. that's the vibe that's the mood and her soul got put into his body because he's the weakest of the men of the family. Yes. It's horrifying. It's horrifying. And to add to the horror, there's nothing scarier than something objectively awful occurring and a bunch of people not reacting or not finding it scary at all, which is what's happening. So like the the people who belong to this like satanic cult it's some kind of a cult that's trying to yeah, do all of this madness. they're fucking standing in the shadows smiling or being like yeah of course we're doing this smile Smiles that's the smile. worst that is the worst that's like that's why fucking rosemary's baby is so scary oh, it's not I even love. the devil part like this movie is very rosemary's baby vibes like the the general plot of it is very <laughs> that vibe <laughs> I love Rosemary's, Rosemary's baby. baby. I read in an interview that Ari Aster compared or was like, yeah. So like yeah. hereditary is like ordinary or ordinary people like meets um, Rosemary's baby. Yes. That was his whole MO was like, I'm, I'm setting out to create this like, yeah, <laughs> this like Rosemary's baby, ordinary people inspired uh, film. And, yes. and he fucking succeeded. He succeeded. And it was fucking terrifying. Oh my God. The soundtrack. Okay. The score to this movie, the song, the, the one, the piece that they play at the end when he gets crowned King Payman is Man. one of the scariest pieces of score I've ever heard. I just don't understand. The, the fucking like burn. Stop. <laughs> it's awful. I thinking about this movie makes me sweat. <laughs> okay. 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 I, I think I read somewhere that this movie is like one of the scariest movies ever. It's made. It's considered one of the scariest ever made. I, because I can watch it and not be scared when I go home. It doesn't, it's not that scary to me, but it is like, the, it is deeply disturbing, which is almost worse. Like <laughs> something that's ingrained in my memory is the scene where Tony Collette's character, Annie, is is like up on the, it's up on the ceiling. Like she is suspended in the air. She's levitating and she is very quickly trying to behead herself. Yeah, she's sawing off her own head. She's sawing off her own head. And she succeeds. And she succeeds. But then you you laugh a little like five minutes later because her body floats out of the house and up into the tree. <laughs> and she's up in the tree house and her like headless body is like kneeling before King Payman. 
You know how it is. You know how it be. It's just pretty funny. The oh Tony Collette flying through the air anything in this movie really lightens the mood. I just don't understand why they chose. I mean, to be fair, I think it's almost like it's nice that we get those little comedic tidbits because otherwise you'd be you'd be yeah. He had he's ha- like he had to have known that that was going to be like kind of funny. I would think so. I don't know. I never saw it in a theater, so I'm like I'm maybe in a theater it really is that scary, but Watching it in your fucking house and seeing her like doggy paddle through the air out of a room is hysterical. It's fucking funny because <laughs> Tony Collette is like a grown ass woman. Just being like, excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> I must ghost out of here. <laughs> excuse me. Oh my God. It's so good. Oh, wow. Go watch Hereditary. Go watch it. 10 out of 10 film. It's it's on, it's somewhere. It's somewhere. I don't know. We watch, I think like Hulu. Well, I no, mean, I own it. You own it. We own it. Yeah. Okay. Well, Monica, tell us about the third movie. I don't know, man. I'm freaking myself out. No, 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 no. Come on. Come on. We could do it. We can't do it. I'd like to sleep tonight. (laughs) I'd like (laughs) to sleep tonight. Is this the scariest to you? No. It's just thinking about hereditary has really thrown me for a loop. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh All hail King Payment. Monica, Mm. tell us about the next film, please. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I didn't. (laughs) Guys, it's fine. It's just Black Phillip. It's fine. Guys, it's just Black Phillip. <laughs> Guys, we have our first guest of this of the pod. Please welcome to the stage, Black, Black Phillip. <laughs> Wouldst thou love to live deliciously? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wouldst thou like the taste of butter? <laughs> Unsalted. <oil. laughs> I'm watching my sodium. movie oh god i'm so sorry guys honestly don't apologize that was hilarious just wait for the next episode skip (laughs) just end this one now (laughs) no 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 no. we haven't we're we're getting to the good part keep going midsommar came out in 2019 written and directed by ari aster again yes danny played by florence Pugh, and christian played by jack rayner are a young couple with a relationship on the brink of falling apart but after a family tragedy keeps them together Christian invites a grieving Danny to join him and his friends on a trip to a once-in-a-lifetime midsummer festival in a remote Swedish village. What begins as a carefree summer holiday in the North European land of eternal sunlight takes a sinister turn when the insular villagers invite their guests to partake in festivities that render the pastoral paradise increasingly unnerving and viscerally disturbing. Oh my god. This movie is fucked. This movie is <laughs> fucked up. You know, remember when this movie first came out there were all those memes about like, you know, you know, like girlfriends watching this movie, yes. boyfriends watching this movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. This movie was anti-boyfriend. It very anti-boy. It was hashtag #dump him, but yeah. more like hashtag #kill him. Hashtag Hashtag turn him into a bear and <laughs> kill him. stuff that fucker into a bear and corpse burn and it. burn him alive. Yeah, that was the vibe. <laughs> that was the vibe. Um, when we, we have, say burn it down, we're referring to your ex-boyfriends. <laughs> yes. Uh, 
we've got my girl Florence Pugh in this movie. Little flow action. She does an incredible job. She fucking holds down <gasps> the fort. This tiny tot. She's so talented. She's so fucking talented. I think she was like what, like twenty? I don't know. Twenty one when she shot this movie. Something youthful. Something insanely useful. Her and her frowny fucking face just uh. out here doing the Lord's work. She's so fucking good. She's so in good. This movie and this movie is incredibly intelligent. Ari Aster is a very, very smart horror film maker because this movie starts in a way that really sets it up to be like a traditional horror movie of like, oh no, this family tragedy happens. What's going to happen next? And like the beginning of the movie is very dark because they're in New York and it's winter and it's snowing and it's nighttime, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Um, And so this like horrific event happens at the beginning and it's uh, Florence Pugh's sister kills herself and their parents. Um, And Florence Pugh is like, distraught understandably and then after that once they leave for sweden it's daylight the entire time and you're like okay well how scary can it be and you're like oh really fucking scary because there's nothing worse because we're all taught like our whole lives to be afraid of the dark not afraid of the daylight yeah (laughs) yeah Uh, and certainly not afraid of like pastel flowers Uh, no and 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 swedish people running through a field rolling green hills and blue sky like no we were we were taught to not be afraid of that sort of thing yes i have never in my life seen a horror movie play out in the daylight in the way that this movie did it is fucking insane yes and what this movie was able to do and subvert for your mind is just it's beautiful it's genuinely like it's such a beautiful movie yeah and the amount of work and dedication put into this movie to to maintain its integrity to maintain its its theme and to maintain it's a genre yeah. is just like this is this movie is a feat it is it's so hard to make a horror movie that is good period let alone a, a horror movie that is good with really good acting that looks fucking amazing that looks enticing like a real film and that is unique against other horror movies like this is one of the most unique horror films i think ever made honestly and it's not horror in like the jump scare spooky sense it's all body horror for the most part and but the thing is is like because it's Ari Aster just like he did with Hereditary he doesn't shy away from it instead he leans into it and just like he does those close-ups he holds you on the fucking gore for way longer than you're comfortable with too long and every time he does it you go he's not about to do what I think he's gonna do and then he fucking does it and he shows it to you like when that guy jumps off of the cliff the old man he decides he decides for his own fate to like consensually jump off this fucking cliff like he decides for himself to jump off this cliff Mm -hmm. the sound that his body makes when it comes to the ground is just awful awful and he instead of going flat he goes feet down so he doesn't die his legs just break and so obviously they have to kill him the rest of the way and they're carrying this giant hammer over and you're just like they're not gonna show us him getting clubbed to death lo and fucking behold not only do they show us but they zoom in on that shit i never thought i would know what someone's head looks like when that happens to them. honestly <laughs> I do. honestly i don't even know how they knew how that would happen i have no idea i don't know how first of all props to the 
To the uh, costuming, props, set design, folks. Stunning film. Stunning film. How did you get a skull to do that? Yeah. Is it it CGI? It can't be. It has to be practical to an extent. practical. (laughs) (laughs) They like, they milk every horrific aspect of this film to like for all that they can and then immediately like do 180 to everything's bright and happy and sweet and again like and that is the chilling part and like i said in hereditary there's nothing scarier than a bunch of people witnessing horrific shit and not acknowledging that it's terrifying uh. and like that's why this movie is so scary i mean obviously the things that they are doing to these people are objectively awful but it's the fact that all of them are fine with it literally (laughs) gagging like this movie this movie crushes mediocrity yeah it says to the audience we don't like that here (laughs) we don't like mediocrity we despise it yeah we don't like settling for less we despise Mm -hmm. it we literally crush it (laughs) thank you so much thank you for playing you're wrong yeah it also like this movie really surprises you or at least it surprised me and this is similar to in the witch even though it was made by someone different like the things that i expected to be the scariest were not the scariest no no the scariest part to me is that weird fucking ritualistic sex scene it makes my stomach churn like makes that is scarier than seeing that fucking dude hanging from the ceiling with his lungs out of his body like it is so frightening and the old woman like pushing his ass into that girl it made me want to throw the fuck up it was awful I don't know what it is about like group sex, like ritual. Anything freaks me out. Get it? Like when we watched Eyes Wide Shut, and it was like that orgy scene or whatever. Scary. It's scary. It's really scary. Terrifying. It's too many legs. Too many. I can't. Too many. And then they all start doing the groaning sound together. Uh, Ah. And but but okay, but here's the twisted part is that through all of this, despite how awful it is, you're still like there is something weirdly beautiful about this movie. Like the even though their culture is fucked, it's still weirdly like like beautiful. Like how they all they practice like sharing in each other's emotions all the time. And you're like, this is horrible. It makes me feel horrible things in my body, but also respect because it's kind of cool i'm literally sweating i can just i can hear ringing in my ears thinking back to this movie like the thing about this movie is it presents emotion not as something to be felt alone but something to be felt together like you are not going through this we are going through this there is something so both communally satisfying about that right and also terrifying yeah (laughs) because you are not an individual in this movie Mm -hmm. you are part of a greater purpose you're part of a greater organ in a body right right? and i think a big part of that that makes me that makes my stomach churn is what happens when you don't fit into that what happens you fucking die exactly what happens when you are not 
in community. Yeah. What happens when you are not a cog that fits correctly in the machine? What happens? Yeah. <laughs> you get stuffed into a you bear. You get stuffed into a bear. And burned alive. Yeah. So... You know, it, it kind of shows the flip side of like the beauty in feeling together and the beauty and and the horrific nature of, of feeling together. Yeah, of lacking individuality. Of lacking individuality. Yeah. And like in this movie, it talks a lot about, you know, specifically like white male privilege. Yes. And how it is so embedded and infused in our society. And when you take that white male privilege and you put it into a different society, into a different culture, into a, in, into a, a set of different ideologies, mm-hmm. how, how powerless it can be in a situation like that. Right. Where they're just looking for the May Queen. Yeah. <laughs> they want the May Queen. Yeah. No one gives a fuck about your dick, dude. <laughs> That we thing. will use you for your baby batter and then stuff you in a bear and murder you. Precisely. <laughs> you are simply an object. Yes. Goodbye. Yes. So, you know, it's this this movie this movie brings me a lot of anxiety, mm-hmm. mostly because this movie has this movie deals with a lot of grief. Yes. And that's that's of great discomfort it's to me. It's difficult to watch. It's very difficult to watch. You know, obviously in the beginning we were talking about um Danny goes through this like insane tragedy. Her parents and her sister are all dead. Yes. She finds them in their house. Um, her sister basically committed a, a, a murder suicide. Yeah. She killed both of her parents in their sleep with carbon monoxide and then killed herself with carbon monoxide. Yeah. So th- that is obviously like everyone is dead. She's fucking depressed and she's, she's clinging on to this boyfriend of hers who could give two shits about her. Yeah. Who's like, I want to leave you so badly. Exactly. And so she decides to go on this trip to Sweden with mm-hmm. them to go visit the the Midsummer Festival. Yes. And he's mediocre. Uh-huh. And he is just another tall white dude who is plain looking and fucking mediocre and a dick to her. Yeah. And you know what? It doesn't end well for him. No. It really fucking doesn't. So all you bitches out there, <laughs> all you hoes, all you white male hoes out there who want to go treating your girl... Like a sack of ham? No. All I'm saying is that if you've been a little rude to your girlfriend lately <laughs> and she invites you on a vacation to Sweden, maybe watch your fucking mouth. Maybe watch your fucking mouth. Watch your mouth. <laughs> Sigma Kappa whatever. Watch your mouth. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, it's so, it's so fucking good. It's such a good movie and it's so awful. <laughs> It's so terrifying. It's so awful, but it's so good. When I tell you that you need like a doggy bag to watch this movie, you need a doggy bag. You it's need a some, lot. You need something to throw up in. It's a lot. For sure. It's a lot. Uh, but it is beautiful. And like, honestly, I have thought many times, time and time again, I've thought to myself, do I want a maypole? <laughs> <laughs> Am I the May Queen? Am I the maypole type? All I'm saying is be the May Queen of your own life, okay? Exactly. Rule your own existence. Be your own person. <laughs> Don't try and moan and groan with other people. It's not going to work. Except becoming May Queen involves taking drugs and beating other women until they're, they're, they fall down. Yeah, so maybe not. <laughs> you know what? 
Go for it. Go for I it. I support you. I support the May Queen. Uh, well, that was the A24 Halloween special. Yeah, a lot of it was just me gagging. It's fine. It's okay. I think that's fun. It happens. What are you going to do about it, you know? <laughs> I don't know. Horror movies are not are not a Jessica and I's strong suit. No, but I think that this was fun. If I have a guilty genre pleasure, I would say it's definitely disaster movies. Oh, I hate those. Love them. 2012, bread and butter. My guilty pleasure movie? Like that's your, hard. Your genre. Like your My guilty, guilty pleasure, pleasure genre. genre? That's really hard. Like, you know, some people like like uh, Swedish art house, art house films or like um, German silent films. Horror movies. I don't know what my guilty pleasure movies are. E movies. I mean, I like uh, bad films. In bad general, movies. Okay, you know? but that's not a genre. But not like not actually bad. I don't know. I like camp. I like extreme camp. She okay. She there you yeah. go. That's perfect. Because she, she guys, she loves Crybaby. Oh, I fucking love she Crybaby. loves Divine. Earth Girls are easy. Earth Girls are easy. Like shit. Hairspray, the original. I would say a movie musical also is a guilty pleasure of mine. I do love a movie musical. Yes, yes. For yeah, me, Mamma Mia. Disaster all the way, disaster okay. films. I am not, I don't feel guilty about about movie musicals. I don't feel guilty about any of my tastes, but I guess if I had to, that's what I would choose. I'd feel guilty. I, I do feel guilty. I do have a real question ones. for us this week. Ooh, who, I think it's a great note to end on personally. Who asks? Nobody, but I'm asking. Oh, you're asking. <laughs> okay, ask away. Ask I away. want us to talk about what are we going to be for Halloween this year? Oh, okay. Ready? Yeah, tell me. Okay, Um. um Aaron and I are going to be Ghostbusters. Sick. Haven't decided which one yet. Okay. Uh, Carrie, you should be Bill Murray. I agree. Okay. I no, I agree with you. Um, <laughs> and uh, Carrie is going to be a ghost. That's so good. You know, I love it. One of the green ones. The green ones. The one that like slimes people. The one's like blah. The one that's like blah. <laughs> yes. That's okay. So good. What are you going to be? For I'm going to be Miss Piggy. <gasps> if my Piggy? fucking dress ever arrives of the Muppets fame. Yes, it was supposed to get delivered on Thursday, and ever since Thursday. Now the UPS tracking says, Carrie, I'm telling a story. <laughs> now the UPS tracking just keeps saying, check back tomorrow for an updated time. And I'm like, that, what does that even mean? Uh, well, Monica. Well, Jessica. I believe we've come to the end. I believe we've come to the end. And I hope you all stay safe and happy this holiday, this ho- I was going to say this holiday season. Oh my God. Yes. If you're vaccinated, I encourage you to party safely. Party hardy, my friends. Yes. I hope you put her- hereditary on in the background <laughs> as your trick-or-treaters are trickling in. Give them something to really scream about. Exactly. You know, <laughs> maybe midsummer if you're feeling May, May, Maypole, May Queen. <laughs> Uh, uh yeah the witch if you want to live deliciously if you just want some weird like gray pastoral scenes on in the background yeah, of your halloween you feel me you <laughs> dig it i hope you at least watch one of these movies this season i hope so too um i would recommend any of these bad boys hell yeah any of these bad boys we love our a24 and uh we love our halloween enjoy have a great night all right, and as always, don't, don't sue us, Daddy Fevro. Good night, Monica. Good night, Jessica. Happy Halloween. Oh, 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 oh.